You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. And the best part about podcasts is they create a 25th hour in the day. Whenever I'm commuting, metro, car, even when I'm riding my bike around town, although in that case, one earphone only, safety kids, I'm always listening to podcasts. And this offseason, you can get all the insights, all the news, all the analysis, and Logan and I occasionally make a joke or two in the Take Command podcast on demand so it fits in to your busy schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. It's time to Take Command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Take five, a full preview of the Eagles tomorrow, but right now it is story time. Uh, We have both been to Philly quite a bit, obviously, being a divisional opponent, uh, be on the beat. You uh, as a player, Logan, and Monday Night Football is something that happens between these two teams a lot. And I would say based off the results of the things that we're going to talk about, Thank God this game's on a Sunday because uh, (laughs) not a lot of fond memories on Monday nights in Philly, although we both have uh, some pretty pretty uh i would say vivid memories of monday nights in philadelphia you were your rookie year second year the michael vick game yes yeah second year michael vick game and it was like yeah so you know it's obviously like it's everyone's excited monday night you know big deal Chip kelly Le- new yeah, deal Chip kelly and LeBron is going crazy he's talking all this mess to you know, uh, Deshaun, uh, no, no, Deshaun. Yeah. What's his first name is escaping me. Right. Number 11, um, uh, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson. And you know, it's getting loud and Laurent's Laurent. He's looking jacked and he looks, you know, it's like, you know, it's like a rabid dog and it's like the first offensive play and Laurent, there's a play action pass and Laurent is the post safety. And for some reason was like, I'm going to fit this run and sprints <laughs> towards the line of scrimmage as fast as he can. And Deshaun Jackson runs by him like Deshaun does, and they score a touchdown. And I thought, oh, well, that's like that's not great, but you know, like that happens. People get explosive plays all the time. And then it was literally like I remember watching, like because I wasn't playing, I think I was playing special teams, um, but like watching Michael Vick and being like, he is literally playing the best game of his life. Like it was one of those ones where yeah. it was like, like everyone has this thing, and I, I, you know, I'm a huge fan of Michael Vick. Like, you know, he'd run around and make everybody miss and scramble for first downs. And he, I just remember thinking, like, he's not running to scramble. He's running to throw the ball. And then when it's not there, he's going to scramble. And he was still, like, wicked fast. And he absolutely murdered us. And I just remember thinking, like, it was one of those games where literally anything we did defensively, offensively, was bad. And everything that they did offensively defensively was amazing like it was the maybe the cleanest offensive performance from a quarterback that i remember witnessing in person in my whole career like it was just like he no one could touch him 
every ball, like he'd be getting someone would be close to him and he'd throw like this perfect dime over outstretched fingertips to a guy who was wide open in the end zone. And it was like the hurry up offense of Chip Kelly and the defense was gassed. And I was just like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. It felt like college. And I remember getting into the locker room after that game and like not, you know, I've never been a part of a bad loss in my whole career in the NFL to that point. Like, like that, you know, you have losses, yeah. but, and Mike, to his credit, man, gets up in front of the team. He's like, and I and I wasn't sure what to expect. Like, is he gonna be yelling? Is he gonna be pissed? And he just was like, "That happens sometimes, boys. See you tomorrow." And that was his that was, <laughs> that was his speech. And I was like, "Sick, nice." You know, like it does right. happen sometimes. And here we go. So yeah, that's uh, that's one of my Philly memories. Um, very vivid memories. But I, to to kind of more generally, I always I always felt that Philly was a bigger rival 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 than Dallas when I was playing. I don't know why that was. Like they were just a more physical football team. Going to Philly, the fans are super salty and very Philly, and it's great because everyone's talking mess to you from the sideline. And you have some just, good creativity amongst Philly. Fans oh, it's too. great. I'll give them credit. It's great. It's great. And like, and it just felt like such a hostile road game environment. And so I have a I have a lot of fun memories from that standpoint of Philly. But obviously, that that what is it? The Monday Night Massacre. Yeah. Still pretty six, pretty at the six touchdowns. Uh, it was it was bad. Um, which is crazy because imagine if you gave up four more and that would be what happened to the Broncos this weekend from Denver. Uh, 70 to 20. That was a real NFL score. Crazy. That's crazy. Um, crazy. For me, Philly, it's all, like to your point with the fans, it's the only place that I ever went to games where the both from an accessibility and a knowledge standpoint, the fans knew where the opposing writer sat in the press box. That's crazy. And so they would turn around and like smash on the window and be like, <laughs> You guys are getting your ass kicked. <laughs> and that was what happened consecutive Monday nights. Uh, one of which was the Colt McCoy. Like It was like a week or two after Alex had broken his leg. Oh. And Colt gets clipped and winds up fracturing his tibia. Um, luckily, not nearly as gruesome or bad. But like it's one we didn't know until after the game. It's like, oh, Colt broke his leg too. That sucks. Uh, but Mark Sanchez comes in. He'd been there oh, for like four was days. The Monday night game? Yeah, he'd been there oh, for like four gosh. days turns around, hands the ball off in his own 10-yard line to Adrian Peterson, who's 36 years old or something, and AP goes 90 yards on like the first okay. snap. And you're like, yeah. what is happening <laughs> right now? Uh, it turns out that was the best thing that happened that day. Uh, that Eagles wound up winning pretty handily. But um, that's one I'll never forget for Monday night uh, there in Philadelphia. Just crazy atmospheres, great signs, wacky fans, wacky and fans. one wacky game uh, on that, that Sanchez-AP uh, game. Because uh, I think AP wound up with like 10 carries for like 102 yards, and one of them was a 90-yarder. So weird, <laughs> weird game uh, for sure. All right, uh, we'll see you tomorrow for a full preview of the 2023 Eagles-Commanders matchup. Thanks for listening to Take Command.